Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me again this week on the SOS Podcast. I'm your host, Carl. I hope you're all well. This week, I was talking to some brothers of mine about prayer. Well, actually, we were praying together. And while we were praying together, I was thinking about prayer. I was thinking about my approach to prayer in the past and even my approach to prayer now. I think for a lot of us, prayer is about, you know, talking to God, telling him what we need, telling him how much we love him. But it's all about us telling him. It's not necessarily a conversation. It's more of a monologue. We cry out to him. We confess things to him. I know sometimes in prayer, I've been silent and waited for something, but I can't say that I've been very patient with that part of the process. And I think maybe some of us need to reevaluate how we approach prayer. In scripture, we get a couple different examples of prayer, what it looks like. One in particular that jumps out at me is that persistent widow in Luke 18 who keeps going back to the judge requesting justice. Someone has wronged her and she wants the judge to correct the issue. We see from that example, the point is about persistence. The point is that when we have something to take to the Lord, we are to take it to him and take it to him and not give up. And if that worldly judge is going to give in and give the persistent widow the justice she deserves, how much more would our good, righteous, holy God give us what we ask for? But I think there's another nugget of wisdom in there for us. I think there's another lesson regarding prayer, which is if anyone's ever been in a court of law, if anyone's ever been before a judge seeking relief, that's not a monologue. That's a dialogue. That's a conversation that you have. That's a matter of you speaking, the judge speaking, or maybe your representative speaking, your attorney speaking. But this is a conversation, something that's sorted through. And when I think about that persistent widow going before that judge, I mean, she's not talking against a sounding board, right? Yes, for many times he said no and would not give her the relief she requested, but that's a conversation. She would have to say something and then wait for him to respond. And that's the key there, is the waiting. I remember going to the International House of Prayer in my mid-twenties with a couple friends, and one of them one day stayed in her room for a lot of the morning. And I thought, maybe she wasn't feeling well, and so I asked another person on the team, is she alright? And the response I got was, yeah, she's, she's spending time with Jesus. She does that sometimes where she you know, just goes in her room with her journal and she spends time with Jesus and she'll be in there quiet for a little and then you might hear her talking, you might hear her singing, you might hear her giggling and it's almost like God's there in the room with her and they're having this good time together the way you would spend time together in a room with one of your friends talking about your day or talking about your life, sharing secrets, whatever. I don't think that I ever really have times like that with God. And I guess the question is whether any of us do and whether we should. Is that something to pursue? Is that a level of intimacy that's possible and that we should want to have? 
our relationship with God is just that. It's a relationship. It's this thing where you're giving back and forth. It is not one-sided. He's not some kind of vending machine we go up to and press a couple buttons and get what we need and be on our way. He's a person. He's the person of God. He's actually three persons. He's not something. He's a who. And we are his children. He's our father. And when you think about that kind of relationship, I don't think anyone wants a child who's just saying, give me, give me, give me, but doesn't actually want to spend time developing a relationship. He's our father. I think maybe an issue for us is we've got a lot going on. There's just a lot to do in this life we lead. There are a lot of distractions. There's a lot of busyness. I think for some of us, our prayer time is something we kind of fit in when we can, how we can. And so we feel like, well, at least I prayed this week. I only prayed once and it wasn't very long and I didn't necessarily wait to hear an answer or anything from God. But it's better than nothing. At least I prayed, I did something. Or maybe we pray when we're driving in the car. I've got 15 minutes between here and there, so I'll let this be my prayer and worship time. Again, it's this thing that we just fit in when we can. And I wonder how many personal relationships of ours would survive if that is how we approached them. Our time of prayer is an intimate time. And it's not just a time between a child and a father. It's also a time between a bride and a groom. I mean, the church is the bride of Christ. Jesus will be our bridegroom on that day. And so when we think about that kind of relationship, I mean, how many marriages would survive if communication were one-sided or just kind of like a quick hit once or twice a week? Let me check in, see how you're doing. This is how I'm doing. And then be on your way. I mean, that's not how you have a good, successful, loving, intimate relationship with someone. And how much value can prayer have for us if we are just speaking and asking and seeking, but not willing to give God time to respond, not willing to dedicate time to waiting on him? Because we can wait on God while we do the thousands of things we have to do every day. But I don't think that's the same as taking time out to pause, to kind of just stop life and say, all right, God, I dedicate this time to waiting on you. I don't know if you've ever done an all night prayer and worship thing where you're, you go in at something like four or 6 p.m. and you're there till the next morning. I've done some of those. And I remember the first one I did, I was doing a lot of praying and worshiping in the beginning, but then, you know, your voice gets tired, you almost run out of words, and you can't do anything for some time. And there was a part of me that felt like I was wasting that time, I wasn't pouring out. And I think about it now, and I should have been valuing that time, the time when I stop and I allow God to speak or move or touch my heart or do whatever. That's what prayer should look like. My friend who was in her room for hours with her journal, talking to God, being silent, 
giggling every now and then. That was quality time she was spending with her father. She was pouring out, and then he was pouring out. And it's a genuine experience. It's a valuable experience. Something that's necessary, really, for the spirit. It's ironic, really, how often we ask for God to speak a word, but how seldom we just stand still and wait for him to speak. It's like, I've got to go about my day. If you'd like to answer my prayer, just check in. Meanwhile, I'll be busy doing something, I'm sure. Maybe we feel like just spending time waiting on God without doing or saying anything is some kind of waste. The truth of the matter is that he wants everything we can give him. And he wants to speak to us. He wants to give us gifts. He wants to impart his knowledge and wisdom, his love to us. And we can never think that giving God just our time and attention, giving God just our silence and availability is a waste because it's not. Imagine what we could find in those intimate times if we just stop. If when we pray and we ask God for an answer, if we take the time to listen, maybe he would answer us right then and there. Maybe we would experience a part of him we haven't experienced before. I think it is certainly worth putting in a little bit of time and effort and making ourselves available for whatever he wants to pour out into us. Our lives, a lot of the time, are about routine and habit. And if we develop a habit of always speaking at God and never being available to listen to him, I don't know that we're going to hear anything he has to say. So maybe we need to change our habits a little bit and make sure that when we pray, it's not a monologue, but a dialogue and that we make ourselves available to really stick out that conversation, to really listen to what he has to tell us, really everything that's accomplished or brought forth when the Lord speaks, tells us the importance of taking the time to listen to him, to allow him to speak into our lives, to not be distracted during those times. God teaches us when he speaks, and I think about that student-teacher relationship. I mean, there's a back and forth that happens there. There's give, there's take, there's questions, there's answers. There are challenges. It's a process of getting to the truth, of getting to what the answer is. And that's our relationship with God. It's a process, it's a journey, it really is really long conversation where we ask and he tells and we question and he corrects and at the end of the day the goal is to be more and more like him to learn from him but we can't do that if our ears aren't open for his teaching let us see if we can take the time to have real genuine conversations with God to pause and wait for him to speak, to make sure that our prayers are not these one-sided pleas without giving God the opportunity 
to speak as well. Father, thank you, God, that you are available for us, that when we need to cry out to you, you're always there, that when we seek answers, you're always there, that when we need help, you're always there, that when we just want to tell you how much we love and adore you, you're always there. Father, we ask that you help us develop our relationships with you, specifically our prayer life, God, that we would be selfless in that. Father, that we would take the time to dedicate to nurturing our relationships with you, that prayer wouldn't be just about us talking and talking and talking, but that we would be listening and learning that we would be open for you to teach us during those times and for us to grow more intimately in relationship with you. Lord, help us take our relationships with you to the next level, to go deeper with you, to become more like you, to learn more from you, and to learn more of you. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.